Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to the Break the Cycle podcast with Dr. Marielle, a podcast where I bring in some of my favorite healers from across the world to talk about how we transition from intergenerational trauma to intergenerational abundance. I'm your host and holistic psychologist, Dr. Marielle Bouquet. Join me and my fellow healers as we break the cycle. I welcome you to the final episode of the season. We've made it to a whole season. It feels pretty good. Um, there have been so many wonderful moments that are worth highlighting. And I'd like to take a moment to just take us through what this season has offered and even give a little bit of a sneak peek of what I'm hoping the next season could offer in reference to bringing in a whole new perspective on intergenerational trauma and the transition from a lineage that has been marked by pain to a lineage that is abundant and flourishing. So let's take a look back first. I mean, I think it, it's worthwhile thinking about all the different points that we were able to hit in reference to generational trauma and the multiple ways in which breaking cycles can be approached. We started off with breaking cycles together as a couple with Elizabeth Earnshaw. And the reason why I wanted to bring in that concept of disruption as a couple is because I wholeheartedly believe that it is essential for us to always have someone that we can lean on whenever we're breaking cycles. Doing this kind of work can be incredibly lonely. It can be disruptive to our peace. And when we don't have a designated safe person or someone that either we can couple with because they're our intimate partner or that we can couple with because they are a person that we deem to be safe, it can make the journey a lot harder. And so it's going to be really essential for us to be able to lean into that as a possibility whenever we're thinking about disrupting cycles. So the reason why I thought that that would be an important piece to bring into the mix is because whenever we are breaking cycles as community, as a couple, as a unit, as a person with another person, very often we need, really every time, not very often, every time we need skills, we need tools. And that episode was very important to start with because the skills were presented and there were additional tools that were presented for off podcast reading and I can appreciate it for that. I hope that you were able to as well. Then we transitioned into one of the most popular topics that I have presented both on the podcast and also out of the podcast in many of the pieces of content that I share online on all of my multiple platforms, which is the concept of childhood trauma. Developmental trauma or childhood trauma, as it's often related to, is one area of life that can literally shift the way in which a person lives their life and completely disjoint them from themselves and from others. And for anyone who has actually suffered childhood trauma or has been a survivor of developmental trauma of any sort, it, they understand. They understand the ways in which the pain is so pervasive and almost ingrained into the fabric 
of one's being into one's personality even and how hard it is to extract that. And what I loved about this episode with Nate Postlewaite is that it also emphasized the ways in which healers can do better by the individuals that they help. And that survivorship is a process that is ever flowing, that facilitators of that healing process need to understand that, honor that, and welcome that flow. And all of those things were part of how we talked about the discontinuation of these vicious cycles. And it was a a podcast episode for the books, for sure. Now, because a lot of what happens in childhood trauma becomes re-perpetuated in adulthood in different iterations, bringing in that perspective of how we then transition from being betrayed by the people that were supposed to take care of us to being betrayed by ourselves was so key, which is why I wanted Maria Sosa to be a part of the podcast because of her background in the area of self-betrayal and bringing in that key component of how we then create a self-honoring practice. Resma Menicum helped us to integrate a more collective healing lens by bringing in the perpetuation of specifically racial trauma, but more globally, a lot of the isms that perpetuate trauma, that keep trauma alive, and that then feed the traumatic behaviors that are elicited by the people that traumatize others. When we wanted to talk about how trauma is brought into the home and how trauma can even be extracted from the home, I wanted to bring in my dear friend Leah Mancal or Alyssa Marie Wellness into the conversation in order to understand more holistically relationship dynamics and how a therapist can be brought into the home to actually disrupt the trauma that exists in that home. As a continuation of the self-honoring practice, we talked about self-devotion from a spiritual place. Now, if any of you are familiar with my work and how I approach this work, it's very mind-body-spirit-centered. And so you'll see that the variation of guests up until this point had some element of the mind, some of the body, and some of the spirit that they were integrating into their work. Juliet Diaz was very specific to the spirit realm and breaking cycles through self-honoring in in radical ways and being able to bring in self-devotion as a way to disrupt the cycle, which I thought was so unique and a really great perspective to bring into the mix. Whitney Goodman helped us with an understanding of how parents can, by way of just not knowing any better, hurt the people that they love, specifically their children, through practices like toxic positivity. When a child is often fed messages that they should, in essence, get over whatever it is that they're suffering from, that produces a chronic invalidation that is often felt like a trauma to children. 
and it disrupts the parent-child relationship, the parent-child connection in ways that sometimes can't even be repaired. So bringing in that piece is essential because if we're talking about connecting people to love, connecting them to the essence of life, then we have to go back to where the disconnections happened, including the disconnections that were not intentional and were not driven by terror or hate or greed or lack of love, but just lack of knowledge. We then transitioned into breaking cycles for family members who couldn't do it, whether they're alive or they've passed. Oludara Dio helped us to understand the different ways in which people will hold on to their pain down to their very last breath. And all we can do to honor them is not live in that pain ourselves. And what a powerful message that is that actually gives me goosebumps to even say out loud now. Um, it's just powerful and filled with love. Even if it's driven by fear, the fear that you might become the person that embodies hurt in the ways that your parents or grandparents or other people in your lineage have done, that is still, there's still a lot of love that motivates that action. We then transitioned into some healing work through writing with Morgan Harper Nichols. And I love this episode because it had a lot of practicality in it. And writing is a practice that is available to a lot of us. I mean, it's one of those practices that has high access. So I love the fact that Morgan was able to help us to understand how we can liberate ourselves and liberate our pain through the act of writing or how that can be integrated into the healing practices that we may already be doing in reference to generational cycles. We transition then into working through our core selves and basically that the ingrained beliefs that we have about ourselves, about lack of lovability, about not being able to feel like we can connect to others about so many things with Sheliana Ayana, the spiritual counselor that led us through understanding how drawing closer to our core selves and knowing that part of ourselves a little bit better can actually help us to transition into the process of being available to relationships in a healthy way. Ooh, I love that so much. Now we transitioned, of course, into a very key component that cannot be left out of the mix, which is parenting. And Kira and Noemi Gaines were so delightful in helping to orient us about the abundance that they embody in their daily parenting practice and how they become people that alchemize, couples, a couple that alchemizes, a parenting unit that alchemizes from the love that was given and the lessons that were given to them, albeit imperfect, and that they have been able to create a multi-passionate empire within their family because they centered love. Now, oh goodness, this has just been such 
it, the, the conversations have been so heartwarming. I just in reflecting myself, I'm just so filled. I'm so grateful for everybody that was willing to give their time to just orient us around their perspective on breaking cycles. Um, to everybody that has been willing to listen and take in these perspectives. It has been such a joy. I'm so glad that I started this podcast. I'm glad that I put it out there and that I, you know, got over the hump of like all the nuances and things that I was thinking about in reference to getting this all together because I believe in it so deeply and wholeheartedly. And I'm so grateful that all of you do too. Now, next season, um, I'm going to bring in a couple of guests. I'm not going to announce them yet, but I do want to bring in some guests that are going to help us with understanding the perspective around um, parenting, especially conscious parenting in, in a more comprehensive way. I'm hoping um, that we can also connect about the stress and disease connection, so the ways in which the mind and body connect to create chronic illness, because that's a really important aspect of generational trauma and also generational cycles that need to be broken, uh, that we can also bring in the perspectives that help us understand the nervous system in greater depth, because that is a large part of how we capture a lot of the stress that is in our bodies and that run through our lineages and so many more things that I want to cover. But of course, I also want to hear from you. So if there are any aspects of this work that you'd like for me to expand upon, please let me know. Let me know wherever you can comment on this podcast or wherever you can comment on my social media channels. I want to hear from you. And I want to make this podcast about you and about what you'd like to learn. So I... I'm at a place where I just want to show deep gratitude for you listening. I want to tell you that I'm hearing you out. Whenever you comment, I read the comments. I'm noting whatever it is that's needed as far as the learning journey. And I'm here to be able to gather the best minds that I can in the world to help us orient ourselves around these topics. Thank you so much for listening. If you need any additional perspectives on any of these topics do go back to the episodes there's so much there go back to the episodes for some sound bath meditations too um, and take good care of that beautiful soul of yours and until next time Mm -hmm.